In fact, I've already started recording, so. Yeah, you should probably get somewhere near the mic. Hi. Hey, what's up? So this this little thing is called Can I Be Honest With You? And it's a podcast between myself, Marshall, and Pam over there, who has suddenly become super shy. Because now now the now the waveform is moving. Now now things are happening. Would it be would it be more calming if I moved over to to this and we just had you know just had this up. Would that be more calming for you? Be more calming if I had a tall glass of wine. Sorry, uh theater of the mind. Uh I I'm looking at our our hastily drawn show notes because I try to <laughs> you, I didn't even know you made this. I try to I try to take things seriously even you when really did. even when the subject matter is ridiculous. <laughs> You're such a fucking square <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? Like, there has to be some kind of organization here. Yeah, I know. It's it's good. That's good because I, my sense of organization is chaos. Like, I have piles of things where I know where it, what pile things are gonna be, or you know, where things are located. Things are gonna bear. Things are gonna bear. But I'm not. I'm not like you. Um, I'm not like you, I'm Marshall. I'm serious. Like, if you had seen. Like my room when I was living in Virginia, my bedroom, that would have probably driven you mad. So hang on, just to give everybody a little bit of introduction. Uh, Pam and I are currently dating. Gross. Um, yeah, and we are just going to talk about like our life, currently how we got to this point, um, and just like things that are currently going on in our relationship as well as just in our in our lives and it'll just be a fun little way to document you know the what's happening between us and like at least try to capture some of the moments and laughs that we have had oh my god i sound like a bad episode of full house capture some of the moments and laughs that we've shared over the course of these seven years while i was cleaning the counters because i'm bob sack <laughs> um so yeah no what uh what's currently going on what what's happening in the uh in the apartment right now so for starters pam doesn't actually live here uh i i live in austin texas but pam does not she lives in san antonio texas which if you don't know texas geography is about like an hour and a half well it's like an hour it's as an, the crow flies it's but an hour and a half without traffic yeah. With traffic, we're looking at like two and a half, maybe even three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, basically, Texas infrastructure has shit the bed for the last 30 years. And despite the fact that people keep moving here, they aren't building roads to keep up. So uh, the, the, the main road that encircles um, San Antonio, which is one of like three roads that people like uses arteries to get around is 1604 and 1604 when i moved to texas when i was 10 was a two-lane highway mm-hmm. in each direction so a westbound and an eastbound and just circled around which i guess at some point becomes a, a it, it eventually gets into to three lanes but but to this day like a good chunk of it still is only 
two lanes. Well, the part that I use. So the only part that affects me is yeah. uh, is a two lane, the and they have never changed it. Yeah, <laughs> I can only experience the world through my perspective. Why well, can I, I? I can't take on all your uh, uh, concerns as well. Where where are you seeing this three lane sixteen oh four? When you're heading towards uh, like places that don't matter, like the far west side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, so she lives. Uh, she lives far away, but she's been here for the last uh, um, couple weeks uh, because she's. Well, you tell them. I live with my parents because I. No, but, like, uh, why are you here? Like, currently. Why am I here? Like, why are you? <laughs> I because I like you. <laughs> I no, what. What is the perp- what? what is the reason for you being able to be here for the last two weeks? Oh, um, well, I had a break in between my summer classes and my fall semester, mm-hmm. so I oh. wanted to spend that time here hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah. And currently, you have a little pup. Uh, yeah, little I'm dog. D- I'm dog sitting right now. It's a teacup pomeranian her name is eve and i don't really like little dogs i I never have i never thought i would but she's really fucking cute and i can't help how i can't i can't help my reaction when i when i see her because she's really really cute and she's really quiet and she does a little spin to show you that she wants something and it's really cute she's just got the dumbest face on all the time so like the the silliest smile she needs like an she needs an instagram like that's how that's how cute she is she is very photogenic every time i look at that dog i'm just and plus like she's one of these toy dogs it's like very small but i guess I, is is she full pomeranian whatever she, she is. is she's got just she like is. The hair just like sh- vertically like em- erupts from the the skin, so it's just like this giant like puff outline. She's like a chia of, pet of her bottle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She is. Uh, she's so damn cute as a result, and it's like uh, I, she's a, she's so damn cute as a result of poor uh, breeding practices. And that's where I'm torn. Is like <laughs> I can't support this dog existing, but while it does, but I'm like you are so fucking you're cute. So cute. <laughs> oh, where are you? She's over there. She's laying down. Over there. Yeah. She watches us have sex. Gross. It's true, though. I don't think she watches us. Yeah, that's actually probably more true. Is she's, she's bored and uh, and distracted <laughs> <laughs> by, by our uh, sexual escapades. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just kind of do like um, a little like rundown. Oh, rundown. God. I can, I have no improv skills. Do you realize that? Like I can't I can't find words like when like when I need to. No. Oh, you're like me. Yeah. But like um that's me all the time. Yeah. I but no, I uh I wanted to talk about like how you and I got together. I I don't think it's like the most interesting story in the world. I just think it's a cool like you know, it's different. It's not you know, it's even different from people who have a different like story of getting together. Yeah. So how uh, how we got together was really interesting because, um, for one thing, we were both like at like real valleys, like emotionally, right? Yeah, for sure. Like not saying not saying that we were like suicidal or anything. But we were just both like in dark places, like at the time. Like you know how in in a in a dark place, but um, knowing that 
we wanted to improve our lives. Yeah. Um, knowing that we wanted to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so we were uh, like, cr- I was having a, um, you know, a tough time j- at work and everything. And, uh, and, you know, I'd been single for like a, a really long time. Like I've, mm-hmm. you know, date and everything where I, I used to, but, um, I don't think I ever had a relationship other than like two main like serious relationships. Actually, no, only one serious relationship has ever lasted longer than like two months. Yeah. Um, and what, and then, so my, my average is low and then the space in between those, (laughs) uh, those very short relationships is also very long. (laughs) So a lot of time for, for self reflection. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, That's what you want to call it. There you go. Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, that's <laughs> I would what's going to That's what's going to happen, though, too. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, so, but yes, you are right. Like I personally, I found it just more of an opportunity to masturbate constantly. But I also did want to work on myself. <laughs> um, and then you, uh, you kind of have the converse of that, where uh, you're. I don't know. There, there are a lot of women out there that are like relationship like magnets. You know, they just kind of are always they're always somebody's girlfriend mm-hmm. yeah i i hate admitting that about myself but yeah that is that is true how does that happen though like have you ever examined like what about you allows you to just be in like relationship? It's, i don't know just like his- historically i would get into these long-term relationships and then i would get out of them and i would get into this like you know stage of you know getting my groove back and, um, and I think when you get, when, when somebody gets more confident and they get, you know, really into themselves and start, you know, serving themselves more, they're just a magnet for, for people who want to be in relationships and it's like old habits die hard. Um, so that's, that's kind of what has happened with me numerous times um, but like the distance between your breakup and mm-hmm. then being back with somebody else, like so. So basically, I'm saying like, if you get your groove back, mm-hmm. like that's a really like quick like groove yeah. getting back. Like it, it's really it's really strange though. So what I've noticed so is that when Pam gets her groove back, like Stella got her groove back once in like I, two and a half hours. You once got it back I get like my well, once I get my groove back, um, and and I'm and I'm get to that to that point of my life where I'm like I'm really content and i'm totally okay if like i don't settle down with anyone like i'll be fine like i know i'll i'll be good and i'm okay with this i'm more than okay with it and then i don't know it's just like (laughs) it just alerts every single guy out there and I, i don't know what it is and then i experience this really um this strong stage of like just independence for a very short period of time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I, I don't know i don't know what it is it's just i think the the confidence is just really attractive so like every time that you okay so basically you're saying like the breakup cycle like once ends the, with you like once in a the nursing position once the nursing myself ends and then once i start like I'm good. I'm fine. You know, mm-hmm. once I get to that, the I'm good, I'm fine stage, that's the part that doesn't last that long because 
that's when I get super attractive. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's yeah, when that's, that's when you've been back at the gym for a little bit. That's, that's when exactly. you got the all the nice clothes back on, like hitting mm-hmm. the town shit. Exactly. Suddenly yeah. Tony wants to talk to you. Oh, I'm not going to talk to a guy named Tony. <laughs> Why not? What what about char- what if he's really charming? Like Okay. Charming Tony. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. His name has to be Charming Tony though. <laughs> like that has to be his like his street name. It's Charming Tony. Um Yeah, no, but we so like I I've always been on like a path of uh so basically you had come out of a relationship with someone and then we're on your kind of like groove getting back like, you know, mm-hmm. not to say routine but like trajectory. It I think well, I think um that situation was definitely unique compared to anything else because it was such a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and it was long distance like way more long distance than you and I but it was because it was so toxic um I was already experiencing heartbreak within like you know the first half of it already like I was ar- like I, I was already experience uh, experiencing the uh it it getting severed <laughs> mm-hmm. so and i and i think that's why i was able to uh bounce back a little quicker <laughs> than normal or maybe i'm just making excuses for myself <laughs> yeah i well i mean i i think like when you come out of a, a relationship you know that bad and i mean we can get into to that here in a second but like when you come out of like your ex and all that shit Mm -hmm. uh but like when you come out of a relationship that bad like you have to you have to be on a path of self you know improvement otherwise same shit's just gonna happen happen again yeah yeah um which is why i've tended to put a lot of things under the microscope because i just you know want to make sure i'm not you know gonna repeat the same mistakes yeah no i mean so so basically that's where that's how you came to 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 may of uh of uh 2018 uh me i was like i had just uh in like march and everything been well in february been uh in a really dark place as far as uh emotionally and like um you know i've been going to to therapy and i had you know uh psychiatrist um you know, giving me um, prescription and everything. Like, I was working on me. And plus, like, just had been trying to get rid of some, like, bad, like, relationships in my life and and just be less, you know, toxic, be more dialed in, all that shit. And I was still, like, really sad, uh, which was uh, very frustrating. And, um, hang on, I'm just, yeah. Which was really frustrating. And uh, I had gotten to a point where I was just like, I am... So they always tell you that, like, once you, if you really want to get, like, a a mate, if you really want to meet somebody, then you have to stop, it's when you stop looking and start focusing on yourself. Like, that's when it all, like, happens. That's what's, ha- that's what happens but, to me. Hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. But that's bullshit, though, because it's like, that, that's what happens for a woman. Like, yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> If (laughs) for a guy, you can you can keep sharpening that fucking sword all you want. But like Mm -hmm. uh, until you're in a position where you're, you know, you're meeting a lot of uh, women or you're meeting the kind of women that you want to like you, you know, at least for me, I've always just been very picky 
in terms of what type of person that I want to be with. And, and that makes it really difficult for me to, to date because it's hard for me to like, want to try, um, and like, want to try to like, you know, be charming with somebody like to put effort into yeah. it yeah and then at the same time like you want to make that connection with some- for me it's like once i make that connection with somebody mm-hmm. then i just keep pursuing that because it's a very unique thing like when you make a connection when you have with that someone. chemistry yeah. yeah and it's just for like <laughs> for the majority of my 20s i just kept making that connection with people who were already in relationships and that's where i realized mm-hmm. like the the relationship like um the waves the the waves of relationship when you're you know in your uh, just growing up like when you're growing up and you are first hitting puberty and like you know 14 15 16 whatever you go into that first phase where the girls and guys are both waking up to the fact that the other you know sex exists and you start hooking up and uh you're fumbling around figuring things out but maybe you establish a, an emotional connection and by like the end of high school you get married Mm-hmm. and that's one place that relationships can like solidify uh the next is basically a continuation of that in college where you're introduced to a brand new set of people because you like go off to college somewhere and you meet like a new guy or a new girl and lots of interesting ideas you guys you know are growing up together yeah. like in- intellectually mm-hmm. and you make a lasting connection and bam you get you know that relationship starts and then it ends yeah. in marriage and and everything and then that lasts until maybe like 22 and then and then the 22 through like 28 years are basically people in their 20s like in the the second act of their lives trying to get shit like put together and it's either you know dating basically it becomes a, a, a real like well in terms becomes of really stressful i think it provides a lot of external factors that can either make or break a relationship yeah so like you're focusing mostly on yourself during those times and so actually starting a relationship and that goes for both men and women because Mm -hmm. that that's the message that goes out these days you know it's a very unisex like focus on yourself right now in your 20s like make yourself professionally like successful so i just and the kinds of women that i was attracted to were always very you know you know driven professional like women which makes it so that yeah we would have chemistry or whatever but we just didn't have time for for one another or you know didn't have time to make each other the priority so point being that you have this way well until like 28 into maybe like 30 because at that point those women in the 18 and 20 like uh relationship waves have gotten divorced <laughs> and have come back on the market or the ones that never got, you know, uh, or who stayed single, you know. And basically my point being that I was just single for, you know, or not really in a relationship for a long time and that mm-hmm. was bumming me the fuck out, you know. And uh, so by May, I was really just in a dark place and you were on the way up, um, which is a which is a fun way <laughs> to start off this like, story. Hey, hey, come down here with me. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was know, like, I, a, I was like a, a stock trader. I was just, you know, buying. She's low right now, but I can see she's on the way up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on that. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> so, uh, so how did we actually meet? Uh, online. 
on. So when you when people ask how when people ask how we met, you just tell them that we met online, I just, right? I just say I met online. Now, if 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 they were to ask me more questions, like oh, well, have well, you met? Like, have you had any serious relationships start from yeah. online dating? Like, okay, Cupid, Tinder. Not from online dating, but from um, social media. Yes, but not from like an not from like a dating so from social media where you but had you met physically with the person prior to connecting with them on social media yeah yeah well then that doesn't count oh yeah i guess you uh, yeah i I was thinking about like you know when people reconnect and they reconnect over social media and then it turns into something else yeah no no facebook gets an assist yeah yeah you're right okay so as far as you and i know like i had never met you before and i was nervous as hell about meeting you in person for the first time but but that was but like what i mean is like you had never done any you had been on dating sites yes i had been on dating sites and i had gone on dates from those dating sites but nothing it never went beyond like a couple of dates. So what uh, what sites had you been on? All of them. What is, what, <laughs> what is all of them? Uh, oh, this gets really okay, embarrassing. Okay, Cupid. Okay, Yes. Tinder. Who hasn't? <laughs> uh, Bumble. Yes. Uh, Hinge. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've uh, been on some really peculiar ones too. Uh, let's go with the more like fringy like ones. Uh, uh, Coffee meets bagel. I've never been on that one before. I, I, although I think either. I downloaded it, but I never like went forward because I was like, "What am I doing? I hate this. <laughs> I uh, I hate online dating though." But yeah. anyway, um, eHarmony. You have done eHarmony. Yes. Okay. Paid eHarmony. Which oh. is very expensive. Yeah. Well, I figured I was like, okay, so if I if I go on free dating sites, that means I'm going to get free people. Why do I want free people? <laughs> Anybody can get that. <laughs> so, like, if, if, you know, I figured if I put money into it, like, this is really important to me. Mm. So, uh, I figured. If I find people who are just as lonely and desperate who, as I am. No. But who, I will make that who are, connection. Who are willing to filter out all the all the nasties. You know, then I, that's fine. But yeah, paid eHarmony, match, paid match. Um, J-Date, I'm, not, I'm barely embarrassed about that. Whoa, really? Yes. Uh, For it, the listeners, Pam is by no means <laughs> Jewish. No. <laughs> I am a confirmed Catholic. I'm Catholic light. Diet Catholic. Um, Wait, no, Catholic light is Episcopalian. Oh, well. That's, you're just Catholic. I'm like a la carte. You're a you're a cafeteria Catholic. I'm a cafeteria. I'm, I'm a Luby's caf, uh, Luby's cafeteria Catholic. Yeah. Um. You just pick and choose I what part of the Catholic faith. Entertained you, you want. the I I well, I don't want to say entertain the idea. That's putting it very lightly. I created an account on I think it's called a Sugar Daddy <laughs> for me. Oh my god. Yeah, and I and I. What the fuck is Sugar Daddy? So you can either sign up as a sugar daddy is or a sugar. Is this a site or an app? It's a site. I'm pretty sure they have an app. Every everything has an app now. HEB has an app. Everything has an app. <laughs> so so you can either sign up as a sugar daddy or a sugar mama if you know you're a woman, and uh, and if you are not the one making a lot of money, you are a sugar baby. So I signed up as a sugar baby. 
Uh, this is when I lived in Virginia. And I had made a connection with this guy who, I guess he had an he had an internet company or something and then he sold it so he was like a millionaire and his thing was that he <laughs> radio on the internet <laughs> i don't know i don't know but he that's a joke from uh from silicon valley oh i've never the seen like that. douchiest guy on there like he's super rich but uh-huh. he's he's rich because like in 2000 he had come up with this you know, radio.com or whatever, mm-hmm. and then sold it like back in the, before the tech boom yeah. when people had no idea what was a good idea in right. tech and they mm-hmm. just would pay out for anything. Yeah. So he's one of those guys. I guess so. I, yeah, apparently he, the, this, this dude was a millionaire. All right. So radio on the internet. So, guy. He, and he wasn't that old. He was, um, at the time I, I was probably 29, 28 or 29 and he was in his mid thirties. Oh, okay. So younger, young, younger dude compared to the rest of the, clientele of the yeah and you were by no means like trophy wife like like what's he doing like settling for you yeah (laughs) right why didn't he have like some 21 year old you know i i don't know yeah (laughs) Um, you must have been charming as fuck we didn't actually meet oh we did not meet he sought me out and he uh was basically saying like hey um i really love spending money on women and um he's like i never give cash he's like but i but i will spend at least uh two thousand dollars for every time we have a date and i'll on all uh he's like i'll gift two thousand dollars but i'll never give cash he's like i'll like i'll give you i'll get you purses you know clothes makeup whatever it is that you want uh bills paid whatever uh he's like however he's like what i need is that i need to feel needed and wanted and desired um, he's like, we don't have to have sex. However, we do need to like cuddle and I need to feel like there is a sexual attraction there. Was this guy like good looking? No. Ooh. I, and I, and you know, you, what do you look like? You, he, from his picture. So we know he's like mid thirties. He was like tall and lanky. You know what he reminded me of? Um, oh my gosh. Tony Robbins? No, he was tall. He was tall and lanky. He was lanky. Uh, have you ever watched Girls? Yeah. So, um, like Adam Driver? Is that the... the? He's kind of Jewish looking? Yeah. Yeah, that's what he well, looked... Kylo Ren. No, 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 no. Not him. That would have been a step up. That would have been great. No, that's... <laughs> you no. can bang the shit out of Kylo he's, Ren. Ky- Ky- Adam Driver is sexy, ugly. Okay, he's sexy ugly. Anyway, no, no, no. He's I don't, the, what the he, fuck is sexy he, ugly? Hang on, hang on. Before we get back to who, what this guy looked like, I need to understand sexy ugly. Uh, like Mick Jagger back in his time. That's sexy ugly. Oh man. Okay, table that. But anyway, all right. So okay, so the the guy that owns the coffee shop. Uh, he, he, I haven't watched that much girls. Oh, okay. Lena well, Dunham is very irritating. Yeah see her naked so much it's just like it's almost forced <laughs> like do you have to like we get it your body positive but <laughs> it's it's like a it, it makes girls fans a self-selecting group like you have to be okay with seeing lena dunham naked multiple times yes, or else don't I, watch I, the show ugh. um but yeah so anyway he that's that he was not i was not attracted to him and you know me well enough to know that i have a really hard time um faking anything <laughs> i'm i i tend to wear my emotions on my face mm-hmm. um, yeah both 
very bad poker faces, you and I. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would not have been able to to fake that at all, and just kind of just just reading all of that, and and we because we were texting and stuff, and he mm. was wondering like, okay, well, when do you when you want to go on a date? We can you know we can meet up somewhere nice in Virginia Beach. I can get us a nice hotel room, and I'm just thinking like. There's no way in fucking hell that I'm going to be able to even pretend that I am attracted to this person. It's just because I would recoil at his touch. Because I've been on numerous dates before where I'm not attracted to the guy because he looked attractive online but didn't mm-hmm. look so great in person. Yeah. Catfished. And I would I would shrink away when they would touch me, which is how I, I felt about that guy that I was that I had gone on a few dates with before you. That's how I knew it was just wrong. Ooh, yeah. 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 I was talking to Gwen about it. And she was like, well, if you recoil at his touch, you probably shouldn't be dating him. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I think you're right. <laughs> I'm going to go with my gut on this one. Yeah. <laughs> why Why am I involuntarily like going this way, <laughs> like moving further away as he's moving closer to me? <laughs> you know, the very, f- the, the very touch of her makes me wretch, but I feel like we can work past that. Like, like, you know, it's about being mature. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, those are the, the dating sites I had. Um, well, let's see. Been I've on. been on, I was on, uh, okay. Cupid was the first one that I got onto, um, because it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stayed on okay. Cupid for like a disproportionately large amount of time simply because I didn't want to try like anything else. Um, but I got on Tinder after that, and then uh, I think Bumble, once Bumble came along, and then it basically became just like the next one, the next one, the next one. But the thing that I kept finding out um, with any of these is it was really the same people. Yeah, the same pool of, of dating, uh, daters <laughs> that, yeah. you know. And so once you kind of have that snap decision of like, oh, this person looks attractive, this person doesn't, like, you know. Y- I don't know if this is the same experience for most guys, but for me, it was just like, well, I've already made my decision. Like, I don't want to get to know you to find out if you're more attractive to me. Like, you're not physically attractive. Like, for for me, like, I get attracted in three forms. Like, intellectually, emotionally, and physically. And unfortunately, for, you know, whatever reason, the physical uh, attraction is the first part. Like it's the op- it's the opening of the door. That's how it is for for women too, though. Yeah, it's the advertising. It's what so, gets you in the door, and then yeah. the emotional and the intellectual like uh, uh, connections. Those are what keep you there. Right. And so with with any of these dating sites, I've pretty much decided like, you know, all right, there are maybe ten women here that I would be interested in. So I write ten very nice, you know, very brief like uh, uh, notes with a question at the end to try and you know. Can't open a conversation. Yeah. yeah. I like your words better. But uh, uh, so never you would either you would hear a response basically 10 percent of the time and then you'd go out with that. You know, I, I would, you know, try and chat like honestly, I would chat for a long time. <laughs> Uh, in the in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. and then I would line up a date. But the problem with that is you develop such a you know you develop the other parts. Yeah. And then you go on the date with them, and, and the physical like, connection's Aww. not there. Yeah. <laughs> and it really becomes like this. It this kind of uh uh just 
this very stressful thing. Sounds of like, like you're conflicted. Yeah, you you become yeah. conflicted because you are uh, you're out there wanting to continue this emotional connection. Yeah, and you're you're like saying, well, is that enough for me to like ignore the fact that well, she's you know a little bit a little bit heavier than I thought she was going to be, or mm-hmm. like she doesn't have the particular features that you know this one picture that I saw or like her, her teeth are throwing gang signs <laughs> or something. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it it becomes a a difficult a dilemma where you're you're just I do want to get laid tonight. I don't really care about this this uh this person. So despite you forming this like emotional and intellectual connection that you did over chatting, mm-hmm. um so you would find yourself questioning, well, I do want to get laid tonight, so let's just do that and then you guys do that and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, and then that connection that you guys had before, just like whatever, doesn't matter anymore. Well, it was just never. They're very, they're very superficial connections because what you're finding out on those messages, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth, is really just like what kinds of things people like. Like, oh, do you also like Rick and Morty? Are you a Simpsons fan? Yeah, do you that's go to that's true. Nights? That like, is true. There's nothing, and that's that's why I hated online dating so much because. There is nothing natural or organic about it. Yeah. Um, which and it ends up shaping you into a person or portraying you're yourself s- you're as a setting, person that you're, you're not. setting yourself up for something that you might not be, which yeah. I think was um, – that's why I think it was a good idea that you and I met the way we did, even though it was online, because so, it's a different culture um, of how – of where we met. So where did we meet? On Reddit. <laughs> I'm so dorky. I know. Yeah, we met on a site called Reddit r, uh, r, r slash R for R. Yeah, so Redditor for Redditor. And I I had just discovered R for R that day. And as I was reading through some of the posts, I was like, oh, these posts are very, they're, they're just real. Yeah, I've been know? subscribed for like maybe four days. Yeah, I had never been on it before, but they were just very real and basically what you do you you put in your your uh your age your your gender where you're located and like what you're looking for and i did just that and i was very honest Mm -hmm. (laughs) um because i just i didn't i didn't want to play games anymore but what what was the uh actual content what was the actual content of that first post or that post that 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 I, i read because it was it was not like a yeah it wasn't like a I'm looking for this kind of guy it was well it was just very like hey like I'm I'm you know I'm 33 years old I'm I'm well I guess I was 32 at the time well but the title of it was like I'm looking for a new way to understand relationships something like that it's it was more I think it was something about I I need help uh. I need I need help having a healthy relationship yeah. or redefining healthy relationships. That's yeah. what I need because I had gotten out of that very toxic relationship and I uh, didn't I, I forgot what it was like to be treated like an equal. Um, so I went into it just kind of putting all my garbage <laughs> out on the table with, without getting too much into it, but basically just saying like, you know, hey, like I'm I'm this old. Um, I'm in the San Antonio area. 
I just got out of a nightmarish relationship and I need to be reminded of what it's like to be treated like a human being again. Mm-hmm. And I need, I would like, I would like practice setting uh, healthy boundaries. Um, and I think I, it's also said something like, um, I, I work out and uh, I do like to take care of my physical appearance. So I'm looking for somebody that's the same, which is my way of saying, you better be good looking. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, nerds! You better, <laughs> you better be a good looking nerd before you even think about messaging me. Get on my level. Get on my level, because I'm, I'm not about to go on a date with an incel or a it's, neck beard. <laughs> it's so weird, though. There is a definite code to like online dating that you develop, like yeah. because that was very much that but, post very much sounded like a like a like an online dating like profile. But what what was cool about it though was i the result that i got from that was from from me just saying like hey i take care of myself physically i'm looking for somebody that that you know prides themselves in their appearance too the the results that i got from that and like the messages and they were saying oh this hey by the way this is what i look like they were very upfront about like hey i'm in this area this is what i look like here's a picture and that was cool because they weren't even trying to hide it, you know, because I, I had emphasized that that was important. Um, and, and like, the pictures that I got, like, they were decent-looking dudes. You know, they were not, not my type, but they, but, but they were, they were decent-looking dudes. Mm-hmm. And I just think that in itself, I was like, that's a really great way to just put it out there just without saying, hey, you better be hot. <laughs> Well, no, I, I mean, I very much appreciated that when I when I read it. Uh, and you also included a photo or at least well, like a link to a photo. I didn't include a link to the photo. But if if uh, oh, yeah, somebody looked, didn't. if somebody yeah. were to look at my post history, because oh you God, could, I'm such a creeper. No, I mean, well, I mean, anybody would have done that. You're not a creeper, especially if you're an R for R. Yeah. But anybody would have looked at their post history. And in my post history, I had posted to uh, like, I think R slash progress pics. So you could see pictures of not only of my body uh, from then and now, but also pictures of like my face. So you could see what I look like and that I'm not like a a bad looking person. Right. You know? Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And, now I have to ask you, uh, so you received a lot of different messages, like, or a lot of, so you received a lot of different replies to mm-hmm. the post. Yes. But then a lot of direct messages as well? Yeah, both. So, all right, I mean, this is the most narcissistic question I could ask, but like, take us through getting the message that I sent you. Well, I mean, you had messaged me. Uh, you were your message was very emo. That's the only way I can describe it. You were <laughs> it was, just you were it was just like so hey, fucking do- uh, dark. You yeah. were like hey, Brooding. I'm in I'm in Austin and I'm likely too far away from you. Um, and I would and like you, I'd I'd really. This is so funny that you're asking me this because I was literally looking at this yesterday, and you were like like you, I'd uh, I would love to message, but. Uh, but I'm like, but you know, I'm probably too far. But unlike me, you're probably not gonna have a hard time meeting somebody. And it's like, dude, feel your feel sorry for yourself much. 
and, and that's that's actually what I thought. But I was just, but I don't know, maybe I'm just an asshole. And I'm like, okay, this will be entertaining to kind of build somebody up. <laughs> and so no, I, you took a chance. I took a chance and I, I looked at your post history and saw that you, you're pretty active on Reddit. And not only um, were you active in Reddit, but you had post, you had links to like videos that you had uh, created on YouTube um and i i watched one of your videos and i was like this guy's cute he's he's cute and he he doesn't have a stupid voice (laughs) 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 like he's cute he seems he seems funny um and yeah like let's let's give it a shot it was a video of you eating hot peppers Uh, and you sounded but your message sounded so just emo that i was like okay i'm I'm gonna send something that's a little more tailored so i responded with uh, what like? Why do you think you you wouldn't have any luck? Well, here, here, anybody? I I have the uh, I have the thread right here. Do you want to look at it? Okay, so you said I love to message, but you no 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 no, oh, no. okay hang on. So this is the the green text is mine. Okay. Okay, so here's what I actually this was the first thing that I wrote to you, uh, and I'm gonna read it in emo voice because oh I feel like so. <laughs> Try so, not to cringe as you're reading it. Yeah. Subject. <laughs> 30M, Austin. I'm likely too far from you, but I figured I'd say hello anyway. I can see the fedora already. The neck beard is growing. (laughs) I did a little post-history creeping, and I'm glad you're turning things around for yourself. Life's too short to spend it with someone who puts you in danger. That's a, that actually was like genuine. No, that that was, and I I actually really liked that. Um, I'd love to message, but you parentheses like me and parentheses want something IRL unlike me though I doubt you'll have much trouble finding it so after doing some some post history creeping myself just by the way just like uh, yeah it was very just what like, a damn, fucking dork this guy is in a really shitty place yeah. um so so in response to that i looked at some of your uh posts and i watched your video of you eating um i think a carolina reaper peppers uh that if you watch the second one that was probably the scorpion pepper yeah, the, okay so I, you know what okay let's be honest here i watched all of them anyway <laughs> <laughs> so so views. so I saw that and then I responded with Did you leave a comment? No. So I responded with why do you think you'd have trouble? Can't find a lady that'll eat hot peppers with you? Like it wasn't even that clever. It w- I wasn't even trying to be clever. I was just trying to be genuine. No, but the yes. And what I loved and, about And at this it was point like, I was so I was so lonely yeah. and I just really wanted to make a, a a connection, a normal connection. It was but it was so it was so great because like it honestly it like snapped me out of because I was I had left this message, you know, and then and then like several hours had gone by because I think I had left it in the morning uh, when I went to work and then w- hadn't been on, you know, Reddit the entire time. And then I got back on and I saw that I had a message and it, it was from you. And it was like, you know, why do you think you'd have trouble? Can't find a lady that'll eat hot peppers with you. And I was just like that's really that's really funny like i i just i just like that your response to my brooding was like you know here's hey, a little hey, jokey joke hey here's a joke stop feeling sorry for yourself yeah <laughs> it's like hey how about you cheer the fuck up <laughs> so and that immediately did and uh and then we started talking yeah. yeah yeah we did um i i did 
freak i don't think i mentioned this before or maybe i have but um i one of the big reasons why i decided to even respond to you because like like i had mentioned before i was getting a lot of getting a lot of dms you know i was getting a lot of direct messages getting a lot of um chats uh, and maybe a few post replies because you know people usually like to keep that stuff on the down low. Mm-hmm. But so what I would do after I would get a message from someone, I would I would look at their post history. If it's there, I'm gonna look at it. And if they were posting in some, and and I'm not shaming kink at all, but uh, there was this guy that seemed like he was normal and he had a good response to my message. But one of his, um, but he had submitted a post in random blowjob. Asking if somebody wanted to meet him in the UTSA. Oh, random acts of blowjob? Random acts of blowjob. Yeah. And then he was asking if, uh, like, hey, I go to the UTSA library around this time, uh, around this day of the week, if you want to come around. And, you know, basically, I like, I love it when girls give me head. Like, it was just, like, weird. Like, very weird. And, and, and like, I'm not shaming kink, whatever, you know. In that guy's post history, though. Did you see if he drove a, an IROC Camaro? Because I'm just, I'm just getting really heavy IROC Camaro vibes from the guy. But it, so it wasn't like just that. And I think there was another one where I had gotten a chat, and the guy seemed normal, and he's and he was just like, "So I saw your your post in R for R. You you're really pretty, you know. Um, Polite, you're, yeah. You're, you know, you're really pretty, and I'd really love to get to know you. And and so yeah, I'll respond to that because I'm too nice and uh, and i i don't even remember what i said and and he had messaged me again after that saying so what are you looking for big cum loads what the fuck man like i yeah and it and so how did he spell big cum loads or like what was the what was the font did they go like all caps on it or no it was like lower lowercase b Uppercase I, lowercase G. (laughs) 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 He sent it as an advice animals meme. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and and so just, I just felt like really just vulnerable. And And it wasn't, I was just getting a lot of that. Just very like, oh, hey, I'm a nice guy. And then, and it turns out that they're not a nice guy. They're just, they're gross yeah you know they're gross and you were like you were normal and sweet mostly just you were you you were normal (laughs) (laughs) and you were and you were you were cute and i i i did google you and i saw your linkedin profile and it's a very good picture of (laughs) you and i was like this guy's really cute um I'd, i'd really like to meet him and and uh and then we were chatting. I gave you my number, which is you. Yeah, you. Uh, you kind of. Uh, you got. You were forward with that, but not in like a weird way. Just because I, I like, wanted us to get in, to get to know yeah. each other. That's what it was. And, and and using Reddit as a platform to chat wasn't feasible. But it was really. I thought it was really cool the way that you did it. You were just like. I was like so you gonna ask? Oh, I said feel free to ask me for my number because I was like, when the hell are you gonna ask me for my number, you see, dweeb? See what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like Dennis, where I just take too long to uh to to get to the no. to the sex and yeah, um. And that's that's how we met, and and yeah. then we started like texting and 
and and then FaceTiming. Yeah, because yeah. we actually we were texting, but then we went to FaceTiming next, which I thought was are was it FaceTiming or was it a phone call? I'm pretty sure it was FaceTime. Wow. Well. Was it a phone call? I don't Might have been. Because it's more, I guess the point I was making was it's more traditional, or it used to be more traditional, to go from text message to phone call. like, mm-hmm. And then, because the text message is basically the perfect way for you to, you know, still keep that slight barrier up. Yeah. Um, where if you want to ghost the shit out of this person. You totally can. Yeah. Yeah. You just turn off read receipts and you get the fuck out of there. Exactly. Uh, lose my number, bro. Mm. And uh, and I delete the I delete the conversation history. Right. So much so. Because you just you don't even want to see it anymore. Because yeah. yeah. Oh oh my god that actually brings up a um, a great story that I wanted to tell you um about. About the uh, the night that we, uh, uh, or about the when we actually first met in person. So we're going to take a quick break and then come back with that. And we are back. And we're back. We're just going to pretend like that never happened. So... You and I, so catching everybody back up, uh, you and I met on Reddit R4. I know, if you were listening then, you were listening now. Like I, and if you weren't <laughs> you listening You saw the, then, the face like, I made, I was like, who's everybody? <laughs> oh, <laughs> All oh, two of us. <laughs> yeah, all two of us. Well, no, this is going to become super popular. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure. And the power of positivity, goddammit. All right. Um, so we were messaging back and forth on Reddit, and then that moved into text, which moved into phone which moved into FaceTime, which moved into us just getting to know each other a lot and uh, wanting to to see each other. And so I think about like a week or so in, um, we were thinking about a way that, you know, we could see each other in person or meet. And, right? We were about, it was like less than a week. Yeah, less we than were one. maybe talking for like three days. Yeah, and then I was gonna be in Austin that upcoming weekend, but we didn't talk about meeting each other because one, it would have been really, really soon. Yes. Um, and two, you were well, you weren't doing anything anyway. You had we ha- we I think we might have mentioned doing something, but you had your guys weekend the following weekend. Yeah, so, that's right. So if we were to even made plans to have done something, it would have been two weeks after, which would have been kind of hard because it's kind of hard to maintain that online connection um, for that long to finally just like meet each other in right. person. But what did happen was you had a roller derby like seminar, yeah, uh, up here in Austin that mm-hmm. you and your uh, friend Gwen, which who you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, came up to to Austin to do, yeah. And you were just like, "Hey, I'm gonna be up here. Why don't I come by and uh, and and smoke your weed?" <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, I am perfectly okay with the idea of women coming over to my place expressly for the purpose of smoking my weed we were really i can buy weed we really had the intent of just like smoking and and like leaving 
because well one we didn't know you and right. I, and even though I, I did want to meet you i was still very nervous about dating and it's just so funny because she was like my chaperone <laughs> and it and it i think what was really funny about it is that when she was here and all three of us were like sitting on the couch she would like try to like so I see that you like art and this and trying to get us to like talk to oh, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was actually kind of That's funny. why she was doing that? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't interested in you. She <laughs> <laughs> So so uh that was Saturday and what happened was you had uh you had mentioned it like a couple of days earlier that like, oh, we're gonna be up here, like, you know, I got we could you know, we could hang out. Which I was like, yeah, that's an awesome idea, and mm-hmm. I was totally for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you, I wasn't really thinking it was going to be like a, a hookup situation because basically now that I'm in my 30s, I I just kind of take hanging out whether it's you know uh, romantically or not just kind of in the same regard as just something. Just the opportunity to, do. to socialize. Yeah. Yeah. And just so an interesting was, experience. Yeah, there wasn't a huge amount of expectations, you know. Uh, for me and so i wasn't really thinking about it now what was interesting is earlier that week uh i was i was just uh i think i was while i was chatting with you oh here's a little detail that becomes important um so i never add someone to my phone book like to my contacts list until we've physically met in person okay so for the entirety of you and i's you know, relationship prior to actually meeting in person, you didn't have a contact in my phone. So, uh, you would, yeah, you would only show up as the phone number. Right. And incidentally, uh, I get a message, uh, from another phone number that I don't recognize, like with a, uh, Hey, are you in Austin? And this was very close to when you had said that you were, you know, were like, Hey, you know, are you in Austin, like, mm-hmm. for yeah. th- this weekend or whatever? I get a message from this other number that's like, hey, are you in Austin this weekend? And I'll be honest, I was a little stoned. So I'm like, <laughs> this is weird. I'm getting the same message from a different number. And it's taken my mind a couple of, like, spins on the wheel to, like, gain traction. And then I realize, oh, it's not, it's not Pam. Um, but who the fuck is it? Like. I don't have this number in my phone. Why don't I have this number in my mm-hmm. phone? Yeah. She seems to, he seems to know me. I don't know who it is. Uh, and so I start trying to figure out who it is. I search the number, you know, just in Google and nothing comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Was it a 210 area code? No. Oh. Yeah. That was the other thing. So okay. I search the, I search the area code and I start and I see it's like a, it's like a Dallas uh, area code. I've got lots of, you know, people I know from Dallas. Okay. I've just met you, so my brain is kind of thinking like is it an X or something. Um and I'm thinking, well, do I have any X's in Dallas? And I can't really recall anyone. And then I remember that so the message comes in blue instead right. of green, which means It's an it, iMessage. It was an iMessage. So they also have an iPhone. So they also have an iPhone, but not only that, it came through iMessage which has uh mirrors on my computer okay. at home mm-hmm. and by the way that computer is set to log all my chats so that number is somewhere in my iMessage logs okay so you can use that to on the figure computer. out 
who it possibly is. At least to bring back up the conversation history. Yeah. Where I can see like what we were talking about before and figure out, you know, who it is. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's the girl I was dating before I had met you. And how long ago was that? Uh we got together in like May of 20 no, not May, uh like March of 2016. No, 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 no. It was May. May of 2016. Mm-hmm. And we were together for like 2 months. You know. That's so random. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like going to be back in town. Do you want to hang out and whatever? I was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And you guys only dated for two months? Yeah. Like boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. Two months? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And... Why'd you break it off? Uh, well, I was really depressed and uh, unemployed in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I was running out of money and I couldn't support, you know... I mean, you know how... Was this the girl was... that wanted... That you ended up spending, like, way too much money on? No, no, no. That was another girl? That was another girl. Okay. But, as you could tell, like, I get really stressed out in terms of, you know... Finances. Finances, yeah. Yeah. And being unemployed and trying to, you know, support a relationship, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, was not going to work out. And plus, she lived in Dallas. She was... Oh, she had moved? Or she was living? Yeah, she had moved from Austin to Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so that wasn't going to work out anyway. Okay, continue. Um... It's really far. Yeah. But uh but again, like just met uh, just met you online, hadn't met you in person. She calls, she's like, you know, one Oh, hang she out called. Again. Or no, not called, oh, but like she texted. I, I consider called just like called um, called on me. Like <laughs> she called like, Marshall. She called upon you. She yes. summoned you. Okay. Anyway. So Fair Marshall, your presence is requested. So, okay, what happened? So that Friday night we were supposed to hang out mm-hmm. and I think as you recall like throughout this entire time you and I have been like messaging and everything. yeah we were just chatting yeah yeah and I was literally I was just at home because we had never like firmed up any details or anything mm-hmm. so I messaged her uh you know in the I think sometime in the midday, it was like on Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to see if you're still like, you know, down to hang down out, to hang out like yeah. wherever you want to go. And then she starts getting like the like trickle responses, which is always like an indicator for me. Like if somebody's not responding to you quickly or like in a timely fashion with right. like, solid details, mm-hmm. there's usually a reason. You know? Yeah. Uh, and it's not generally a good one. Right. Um, At least for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and from my perception, like that's yeah. usually uh, how I. And then yes, the only positive, or the only neutral reason that I could see that I would be that kind of non-committal in in text is like if my mind is like seriously elsewhere, or like my mind is like, if I'm like walking and texting while trying to figure out something with my like coworker mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. My responses in text are gonna be really fucking basic. Mm-hmm. You know. So. I can kind of see that. Yeah. But even then, I'm doing that, like, because I'm trying to respond really quickly in a timely fashion because I've just gotten the message. So you were just getting trickle responses. Yeah. And so then I was waiting, like, on Friday because I think she had said, like, somewhere time around 7. Anyway, make a long story short, I'm texting you back and forth, and she's, like, standing me up. And, but I, I I just was giving her, like... I'm putting the onus on her, like, where, you know, 
where would you like to go? Where what would time? Up? Yeah. What's, like actually trying to make solid plans. Right. Yeah. And so eventually I was just like, okay, well. She's this. not putting in that much effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So regardless of whether or not, again, it was just going to be an opportunity to socialize. You don't have to make excuses, yeah. Marshall. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't. You don't need to try to defend your position. <laughs> it's fine. We, we we weren't together. <laughs> what are, What are you saying? <laughs> no. So yeah, that was uh um and but my point is just that I never I didn't feel bad about it because you know who cares if you don't get you know another chance at dating an ex like they're an ex for a reason they're an ex for a reason yeah and even though i i hadn't known you that long Mm -hmm. um i was actively telling myself that you know seeing you the next day was just going to be a chance to socialize but we hadn't made plans to see each other though yet. We we put it up in the air because I was just like maybe, but I'm not the one driving. It's not up to me if if we get to go do something and I get to meet up with you. But the difference there was like there's I a was... slight possibility, but I'm not saying it's gonna happen. Right, but the difference there was I was really like hopeful for it to happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean honestly though, like how not gonna happen was it? Would would Gwen have been like, no, we can't fucking do that. I don't want to go to somebody's house Honestly, and hang out though, and smoke okay. their weed. Without, and also um, get you like possibly late. No. Well, one, I'm not like that. And she knows that I'm not like that. But a lot of it had to do with the fact that she, something had happened at the roller derby workshop um, to where weed would have really helped in that situation. And I didn't have on had any on me, and she didn't have any on her. And I was like, well, I don't really know anybody in, anybody in Austin. However, the, you know that guy that I've been talking to? He smokes. Oh, like, yeah. Did, I was it, like, this did is you actually gonna call be... me on Saturday? Uh, maybe we actually talked. Uh, but we had FaceTime before. No, no, no. no, 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 no I no, just wait. mean like... We had made tentative plans to possibly hang out. Yeah. Before you know that, what? But the actual I don't think we FaceTimed or talked on the phone before we hung out with each other for the first time, now that I think about it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. probably true. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but, so but no, my, my point is simply that the, the plans to come over happened on Saturday. Yeah. It happened. It was all very just like last minute. It was yeah. very important. An imp- it was a very an impromptu yeah, hangout. Because you know why? Because uh, I remember I was like, okay, I've got two hours to get this apartment like in tip top. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I cleaned the day before because I literally I, I had and mm-hmm. uh, and I was just like pat myself on the back. But then I was also like, you know, also feeling very good about um, I had two hours to get this place like. So I actually went a little extra yeah, mile. Yeah, before two girls come over. <laughs> yeah, I, I vacuumed, I dusted. Yeah, it was know. so clean. I mean, your place is always pretty clean. Yeah. But yeah, that was like the first thing I noticed of like, damn, this place is immaculately clean. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is like, 
can be a positive, but can very easily be a negative. Like I think you even made it smell good. You like I don't know if you lit a candle or you sprayed some air freshener, but it smelled like sweet and floral. I had a sort of candle going. Yeah, Yeah. like this place smells good and it looks like everything is neatly put. You want to know what I did? What I actually did was I I put it over there uh, Uh and I turned the label like facing the wall. (laughs) So it just looked like it was just like a oh. piece of uh, yeah, oh my god de- decor. You're yeah. hilarious. Yeah, because I'm not a label whore, you know. Yeah, no, I I'm not. That's that's what I like to say about myself too. Yeah, that's why I don't want a coach bag. Don't get me a coach bag. <laughs> 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 at least at least the kind with all the C's all over it. Okay. So that leads us up to you arriving at my door on Saturday, uh, for what would end up being essentially our first quote-unquote date yeah i guess it's a date date interaction yeah uh encounter encounter um, yeah i didn't think that i like i remember going well, hold on hold on so that i mean i just want to well i want to leave on a cliffhanger like mm-hmm. and then <laughs> like i don't i don't really know what i'm doing here i'm just trying to just trying to feel my way through this like a blind man in a nudist colony i'm just trying to feel this out <laughs> Uh, so no, that leads us up to you being at my door. Yeah. And that's where we'll end it for this episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, this has been, can I be honest with you? I'm Marshall. She's Pam. (laughs) And we'll talk to you later.